and welcome to the podcast Everyday People Extraordinary Lives, where we dive into not only extraordinary lives, but the behind the scenes motivation that keeps people going. Hello, everyone. So, what do you do when you and your spouse have infertility issues? You adopt nine, of course. Good morning. We have as our guest today, Shantae Hensley. Good morning, Shantae. Good morning. How are you? I am fine. How are you? Great. Well, thank you so much. Nine children. How in the world do you ever have time for anything like this? I wish everyone could see your smiling, energetic, positive (laughs) face. So glad you'd be here. Thank you so much. Thank you. I do need to tell everyone how we met. Okay, it was early in the morning, I think about 5 in the morning, and uh, we were both going to commercial shoots, and I pulled up, and I have a van with, it's a 12-seater van, so it's a really tall van, looks like a work van, and I in the back of the car screaming and yelling, and I was like, oh no, this is going to be a morning, so I get out, and I see Carrie's smiling face, and she is really happy, <laughs> and it just made me happy, and I was like, hello, and he was like, hi, and we started talking, and he was like, oh, is this your work truck or something? I said, oh, no, I've got eight children in there, and he was like, what? <laughs> and so that's how we met and became friends. <laughs> I've told her, within one minute, I told you I loved you. I said, anybody that would be anywhere, plus you drove from Knoxville. So that's right, yep. Five o'clock in the morning, eight <laughs> children to do a commercial shoot for Blue Cross. And then our friendship started right there and and here we are. So what a story you have, Shantae. I don't want to take away time. I just want you to tell your story. But if you could start at the beginning, please. You and your husband, Mark, have been married how long? We've been married uh, 10 years now. All right, 10 years. and How you met and then the challenges you had and whatever you feel comfortable sharing with that. Sure. So we actually met 12 years ago. I was living in Boston and he was living here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I'm originally from Knoxville and was in the process of moving home. And uh, my friend had like a free coupon for eHarmony and she was like, you should try it out (laughs) before you move back. It does work. It does work. work. eHarmony does. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like, the first person I met on the eHarmony page. Okay. And I messaged him first because um, I wasn't sure how it worked. So I was, he was a match for me. I messaged him. He was very family oriented. He uh, lived with his grandfather and was taking care of him. And so then he went to church and he was just very similar to me. So I messaged him. And one of the very first questions he asked me was, do you want a family? And I said, yes. And he said, well, I just want to be up front and let you know I can't have children. Okay. Um, he has a genetic disorder that prevents him from having any sperm, so he didn't have any option to have biological children. And I said, well, that's okay, because I've always wanted to adopt. So that was amazing. So it was kind of a match made in heaven. God just brought us together. So we started talking on eHarmony. I think we talked in there for like a month, and then... I was moving back to Tennessee, so I moved back, and we met in July of 2010, and we've been together ever since. Wow. Uh, And then we got married in June of 2012, and after that, we knew right away that we wanted to have a family. 
it was just about to turn 30 and I was 28. And so we were like, the clock's ticking. We got to get with it. We knew that, you know, having a baby through foster care or through adoption would take about two to three years because okay. I was a social worker. So I knew working in that field that it would, it would take a little bit of time to get a baby. And we were, we were wanting a baby. And so we started the process about six weeks after we got married. And we started wow. the, so we decided to do foster care because I worked in foster care. I knew there were a lot of children needing homes. It was a free option to go through foster care versus adoption, which would have been thirty to forty thousand dollars. And so wow. we decided to go through foster care and so okay. we took the classes and started the process and during that time, it took about three months to do the classes and the process. So in, in January of 2013, we got approved. And like I said, we were going to wait on a baby. But then a few days after we got approved, we got a call and they said, hey, we have a four and two year old. They're available for adoption right now. We know you want to adopt. <laughs> okay. From date of marriage till you were uh, approved for adoption was how long? Six months. Six months. Okay. And you got this notification then how how far into marriage that we were seven months married by the time we got placement of our first kid. Wow. Yeah, we had just become married. <laughs> and so from marriage to became parents, how long was that period of time? It was seven months. Seven yeah. months. Amazing. So most people are still honeymooning and getting used yeah, to life and each other. And we're parents at seven months. And infant parents. I mean, a four and two-year-old, it wasn't a baby. It was infant oh, parenting. <laughs> fair, oh, my goodness. Four yeah. two, wow. Did you have any request or like, we'll do this, but we would rather not do this or yeah. anything like that? In foster care, you kind of get to decide which type of child would be best for your home. Okay. And so there's a long list of things that they ask you, like, would you be willing to parent a child who is a fire setter? Would you be able to okay. parent a child who forms dogs or animals? Would you be able to parent wow. a child who cries a lot? I mean, there's a whole list of things. And we did make a list of kind of our pros and cons, but we were also open to whatever God wanted us to have. Amen. And so okay. our prayer was just, God, whatever children you want us to have, please bring them to us. Please let us know. And then when we got the call about these children specifically, I mean, they were already available for adoption. We didn't have to wait any time to get them. It just seemed like the perfect situation. And the doors just kept opening. And so that's how we knew it was from the Lord. So did you say your first child was 14? Four, four years old. Yeah. So we had a four-year-old and then his sister was two. So they were four and two. Okay, so we went from zero to two. Yeah. <laughs> within seven months of marriage. Amazing. Yeah. That was one of my, with your other nine total, are there other siblings as well? Yes. So we have three sets of siblings the way wow. it works out. Okay. So we have that first sibling, and then we have another set of siblings that came to us. Well, we had the boy first. He was five months old. And then as he grew up, we ha uh, got his sister who was 18 months old. Um, a few years after he was with us. And then another set of siblings we got when they were three weeks old, a newborn, and three months old. And then we adopted an adult. I mean, she was 22 at the time we adopted oh, her. Right. So okay. <laughs> she was a little bit older. 
you shared a little bit of that story. Talk about adopting an adult. What, what was the background? And, yeah. yeah. So in Tennessee, you can adopt an adult. It is possible. We had known her since she was 13 years old. She had been in our life for foster care. I had been a, a worker at the agency she was with for foster care. So I had known her since she was 13. She had come to our house a lot. We had just kept in contact with her okay. all those years. And then um, in Tennessee, you can stay in the foster care until you're 21 years old if, if you want to. There's okay. an option for that. And so we waited until she was after 21 just in case she wanted to enter back into foster care. And when she uh, turned 21, we asked her, hey, you want us to adopt you? Do you want us uh. to be a part of your family, uh, being part of our family officially? And so she did. And uh, COVID, it took a little bit longer, but she was 22 when we adopted her, and she changed her name, so uh, she has the Hidden Joy last name. Usually last name. Yeah, so she's just part of the family. She comes for birthdays and Christmases and on the weekends, and, you know, we just hang out with her just like she grew up with us her whole life. <laughs> so, for reference, this is February of 2023. What ages are all your children this time, Shantae? Yeah, so I have my 24-year-old. She uh, doesn't live in the household. She has her okay. own house now and her own job. And then in the house, we have a 14-year-old. His name's Darian. Uh-huh. And then we have an 11-year-old. Her name is Deanna. They were the first two we ever got. So now they're okay. 14 and 11. And then we've got Kanan. He's 10. We've got Ava Joy. She's 9. We've got Sydney. She's 8. We've got Savannah. She's 7. And then we have Athena, who's also 7. They're, they're not twins. They're four days apart, but they're not related. Wow. <laughs> and then we have Jericho, and he's five. Fantastic. Okay. All right. So I have, I have a loaded question for you. Tell us about a typical day, not that there would ever be a typical day. Let's say Monday through Friday, school times, with eight children at home, right? Eight children at okay. home, yeah. Tell me, mama of eight? Oh, gosh. It's <laughs> chaos, always chaos here. Okay. But, um, my husband goes to work at 4.30 in the morning. He works okay. at a plant, so he's not home in the morning. So okay. I wake everybody up at 6. We start getting them dressed and ready for school. Seven of them are in school right now, so I get them all dressed, and we head out to the bus stop at 6.45. So um, they go, they go on the bus, they head to school, and then I've got the five-year-old, and I get him ready after that, and he goes to preschool, and so I'll take him to preschool at nine. And then I come home, and I do loads and loads of laundry. I have about 30 hours of laundry every week. And so, 30, three zero? Yes, three zero, yeah. <laughs> 30 hours of laundry a week. So I come home, I start the laundry, and it goes all day, all day, every day. <laughs> the load just goes and goes. Uh, but I've got laundry, and then I clean up a little bit, and then I sometimes I'll have like a small group I'll go to, or, or a women's group, or I'll play pickleball with my oh parents my and my grandparents. So sometimes I get to do a few fun things, but usually they have appointments the kids do. So every day I'm taking them to an appointment or uh, therapy or something going on or they're sick or whatever. So every day is something. And then they come home from school about 3.30 and uh, we have our snack and we start on homework. And then we have dinner right at 5 because wow. after dinner we are all over the place. We play lacrosse and football and run oh tracks and have dance and do auditions and are in acting and so they're busy, busy, busy 
after five, it's chaos, and it's a whole, it seems like it's a whole nother day because we're doing everything. And then um, they take baths and go to bed around eight, and then I go to bed shortly after. Because <laughs> I'm exhausted. You and have then to the be. day starts all over again. <laughs> you know, a lot of people would say, hey, with, with, with eight children, we're just going to, we're not going to do all these extracurriculars, but not yeah. Shantae and Mark. Yeah. No, they, they're busy. They they love staying busy, and it, and it helps them to be busy. And so we're always, always doing something. Well, great. Okay, let me jump right ahead. Um, So, Shantae, yes. why nine? <laughs> I mean, why nine? That's a question I get a lot. <laughs> I'm not questioning your. I'm just. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love your big heart. So, uh, yeah. Why nine? I think what happened is it didn't start out that way. We started out, we were going to like, we were going to have two maybe. But once you get in it, once you get into the foster care system, you fall in love with the children. And um, when I started working with the biological families who have these children, before me, I maintained relationships with the moms and the dads who who these children. And they started having more children, and I could not deny siblings. I felt like I could not look at my children when they turned 21 and 22 and look in their faces and say, hey, it was just too hard for me to take your siblings, so I did it. And so I just, every time a new child was born, I looked at my husband, and we were just like, we can't deny this sibling bond that's so important. And so we would take on the siblings, and so... The moms just kept having kids, and we just kept taking the siblings. <laughs> so that's how we got nine. <laughs> and if this is not too personal, you and Mark were always in agreement to do this. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, wow. Fantastic. Okay. So what would we be surprised to know about? I mean, we have our ideas. This is a very loving couple individually and together. We love children. We have a very busy life. We're active we've chosen to not only adopt eight nine but we're we continued our life it's not like we just shut down and homeschool and i mean we're in no. public schools okay yeah they go to public school <laughs> what would we be surprised to know about maybe behind the scenes about about your life your lifestyle yeah. i think you know one of the things people always say about me is like oh you're so patient i don't feel like i'm that patient because <laughs> you know you've got Somebody asking you a question, you know, what are we going to eat, right? And then I've got eight of them asking that question. <laughs> so wow. by the time I've heard it 27 times, I'm finally like, we're having hamburgers! <laughs> you don't want to You know, so I'm like, stop asking me so many questions. For me, I don't feel like I'm that patient. I mean, I might be to the outside world because they're like, oh, you have seven kids. But my patience runs thin pretty fast, you know. And when I ask something 27 times, I, I can't imagine. Uh, we're very busy. We're very family oriented, uh, faith based. You know, we go to church. We, hey, we right, help in our right. community, that kind of thing. I think just the biggest thing is that it's a roller coaster ride. There's ups right. and downs. Sometimes we're doing really great, and sometimes my kids have challenges, and we struggle. And school is very hard for us. You know, we have a lot of challenges in school, and so that, okay. that's something that we work real hard on at home. But I think it's just like we thrive in chaos, <laughs> and so we Interesting. just keep on going. <laughs> okay. Very good. And in our one of our previous conversations, you said you as a family are going to 
camping sometime in March. So uh, again, camping is an adventure or challenge with three or four people, but we're going to have 10. Is that yeah, right? Or are you going to have 11? Okay. And do we have a tent? Do we have, uh, what, what do we have? What kind of? We have a camper, uh, fifth wheel. Um, we just okay. bought it last year. We had a pool behind kind of trailer sort of thing, but we upgraded to fifth wheel because we were a little cramped in the travel trailer. We've got a fifth wheel. We have two bedrooms. So my husband and I share one bedroom, and then all the girls are in another bedroom. Okay. And then the three boys stay in the, the middle part where the couch opens up and, and, and the dining room table opens up into bed. So they've got the middle part. So it works out pretty well. We've had our challenges. I mean, I've had the kids, you know, run off in the street, you know, bike in front of people, almost um. fall into the fire. <laughs> We've seen it all, but. You know, they love camping, they love more questions uh, to our listeners. This is Saturday morning. I can't imagine how busy your day is. So a couple more questions and we'll let you get to your family duties. What would you tell others who have gone through or going through what you guys uh, did? And Mark saying that right up front. Here's the situation. Uh, This is, was this during a a phone call? Was this a, you know, email text communication? you have to email first back and forth for a few okay. I don't know okay. how many times but okay. it was one of the very first emails he okay. ever sent me on there was like hey if this is a deal breaker let me know now because okay. he wasn't messing around he wanted to move forward so I mean how great that is but how tough is that you know for everybody but yeah um, fantastic I think one of the things you have to do is come to terms with your ability okay. to ask children or not okay. um, that's one of the first things once you kind of come to terms with, okay, we cannot have biological children. You understand that. You have grieved that because it is a loss. I mean, you know, you growing up thinking that you can have biological children and then you can't, that, that, it takes time to grieve that loss. And once okay. you come to terms and grieve that loss, then you can move forward. And I think a lot of times what happens is people don't grieve that loss and then okay. they try to move forward with foster care or adoption and it doesn't turn out well. So I think grieving that loss is first and foremost, 
preparing yourself for the next step. And then I believe foster care is the best route okay. because these children are already here. They're already born. They're already needing families. And it's free to adopt through the foster care system in the state of Tennessee. So there's no extra cost to that. And okay. you're, you're providing a home to a child in need. Um, and so I, I'm not downgrading the other ways to build a family, but I definitely think that's the most necessary. There are over 9,000 children in foster care in the state of Tennessee. And there's over 200 available children already available for adoption. Wow. Um, so you can check those children out and, and see, you know, if you might be a match. Yeah, that's great information to share. Okay. All right. Final question, Shantae. And this is going to be a real vague question, but we'll there. We what keeps you going? And, and I say that from knowing you and seeing your energetic, positive, smiling face. <laughs> I, I raised three and I was exhausted all the time. Although my <laughs> wife took, that was mostly her responsibility. Yeah. But I mean, you have this amazing, what keeps you going in such a positive, energetic way? I, I mean, I think it's all good back to God. You know, God, God keeps me going. But uh, in the day to day, you know, I think it's just seeing the progress my children make every day is so important to me. And being able to see where they come from. We just celebrated our 10 years of adopting uh, here in Indiana. And so seeing what they've been through and how they've progressed through those 10 years is really just amazing. It makes me want to cry because I just see all the progress they made. So seeing that is helpful. And then um, I I drink Diet Mountain Dew, so that helps me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Diet Mountain too. Okay. And I said that was the last question. One one other thing just came to mind. Do the the kids feel, I know you've made them feel special as can be. Do do they feel themselves? I mean, not just nine children, but with siblings and I'm sure you have made them feel as normal, welcome within this huge family as possible. what, What have you told them? How do you nurture them, and what have you said and done along those lines? Yeah. So from the very beginning, we always knew that telling them that they were adopted was important. Even the ones okay. we got straight from the hospital, they all know they've been adopted. They all know that they have two families that love them as their adopted family and their biological family. We've also maintained relationships with all of their biological family. Which that I is think is, amazing. It's really important, yeah, because it, it helps them understand who they are and where they came from. And then they don't have a fantasy of who their biological family is. They know who they are. And so I think that that's important in their self-image and their growth as humans is to know where you came from and who you are. Um, it's important. And so we talked about that a lot. Because all of mine are adopted, it's not a taboo subject at home. I mean, it's just an open conversation. Everybody talks about it. Everybody has two parents at my house. And so it's not strange. And we celebrate adoptions. We celebrate when they came to us. Oh, I love it. We talk about it, and sometimes it's sad conversations. Sometimes okay. they, sometimes they hard, do, difficult. They do wish they weren't adopted. They do wish they were oh. quote unquote normal children. Yeah, you know, and, and they do have identity issues. And, and some of my children are biracial, um, and so they have you know identity issues around that. Okay. And, and some of them don't want 
to have a relationship with their biological family, and and that's okay too. You know, I think that we just we just try to nurture the best we can when it comes to those conversations, and it's hard to provide time for each and every child. But um, we do date nights with our kids, and so we'll take them out and do one-on-one date nights. um, Oh my goodness. Yeah, February is a great month for that because it's Valentine's Day. And yeah. So we always do a date night with them individually and take them out and do something. And then we have a lot of a lot of birthdays in March and in September. And so we try to do that with them. And then Matt and I know that, you know, it's important for us to maintain our marriage first and exactly. foremost. And so we do things. So we'll, you know, have date nights and go out too as well because we know that's important to maintain our relationship. So, Absolutely. you know, we just do the best we can. <laughs> we're making day by day, but we're trying to make it work. <laughs> um, Shante, thank you so much for not only your time, but just your everything about you. You're positive. I love your attitude. I love your heart. I want to meet Mark one of these days as yeah. well. And just uh, the the duo, the dynamic duo, as I will call you. That Thank you very much. Uh, people Thank may you. want to reach out through me to contact you. May have questions. Yes, and, for sure. Uh, you, you're certainly open to that. Okay. Yes, I'm happy to answer any questions about foster care or adoption. I, I'm an open book, and I'd love to talk to anyone through Fan- that process. Okay. You guys have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you, Shantae Hensley. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everyday People, Extraordinary Lives. This is your host, Carrie Stiles. Until the next time, keep being extraordinary.